This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip break can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggy. How you going, mate? Mate, I'm bloody good. First of all, I should have said big thanks to our sponsor, Heaps Normal. They're still on board. They're keeping the lights on here at MFB HQ during a pandemic. You know, I know your feelings on this. A lot of companies go, COVID, great excuse to fucking kick shit out. Yes. Jack up the prices. But they've brought us on. Yeah. Oh, not at all. Going strong. Stronger than ever. A lot of resolution is out there, such as yourself, living the dream. <laughs> I did it once. Some's actually in the mail on its way to my house as we speak. Who knows what Australia Post has done with that? <laughs> Just letting it get warm in a van somewhere. But uh, heapsnormal.com, get on there. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. If you're trying to have a bit of a break, get around them. Just type duty-free into the thing at checkout. Free shipping around Australia. Thanks. Heaps normal. What's going on, mates? The, it's uh, it was Father's Day on the weekend. How'd you go? You get some nice prezzies. Oh yeah, I've got a bunch of vouchers that I'll be cashing in once my kids are adults because they didn't put a use by date on them, like washing my car and shit, cleaning the windows. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> cleaning up the garden, letting me sleep, that sort of stuff. I'll cash in the ones that are useful while they're young. Yeah, I'll keep the ones. That'll be quite painful when they're a bit older. Fuck yeah, save one until the the morning after your son's twenty first. Go, g'day, mate. Yeah. Need you to clean the gutters. <laughs> Just did some bush bashing in the hatchback, mate. You might want to get a new scrubbing brush. Here's one I wrapped up for you. Mate, I had a ripper day. They, uh, my wife asked me what I wanted for Father's Day because generally we'd go out for lunch or something. And uh, I said, I just don't want to do any chores. I'm not washing a dish. I'm not changing a nappy. I'm not putting out a bin. Brilliant. I'm not folding any laundry. Yeah. No chores. And it was great. How'd you go? Mate, it went great. All right. We've got it done all day yesterday. Got to make up for it today because nothing got done yesterday. But um, yeah, <laughs> man, it just made me think. <laughs> it it just sounded like I wanted to live like a bloke fifty years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, just did you just sit there all day <laughs> with your fork and knife in your hands at the dinner table, just waiting <laughs> from about two p.m. Just sitting there staring. We're going for a walk. Do you want to come? Nah. Yeah. I'm gonna sit here, crack cans <laughs> on the couch, watch the fights. Everyone be quiet. <laughs> Even the baby shut up. It was incredible. Oh, nice one. Um, I've been enjoying uh, ABC News coverage recently. Just uh, <laughs> Some emergency cutes. I know the numbers are pretty high. Oh. So there's a lot of um, lot of sloths doing a roll or a Jesus Christ. fucking Labrador in some mud. I actually saw one, uh, an extension of that got sent to me mm. by a friend of the show and my brother. Yeah. Um, he saw National Cabinet Meeting. What do you reckon they call that? Oh. Oh, I saw this the other day and I almost sent it to you, but I couldn't because I yeah. threw my phone on the floor really hard. Um, <laughs> what, are they, on what, are, what are they called? It's called a Nashy Cab. <laughs> How do you like that? 
our broadcaster that we as taxpayers pay for, just a nashy cab. Makes you think, doesn't it? Some snotty little <laughs> fuck in his bedrooms writing that, putting up pictures of his cat. Yuck. Man, you know what you know what'd help? I um the emergency cute. The emergency cute, they should do like an ISIS video. So then you see that and you go, fuck, I'm actually pretty lucky just to be hanging out at home. It's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> Don't show me dogs and shit outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to go outside and see my friends. Show me some grim stuff. I go, fuck, yeah. all right. I was just, Revolting. Works all right. I, I've, um, I've actually been, uh, we've had some people that are on Fox FM over the last couple of weeks, Heggy, that I've got to ask some uh, some hard-hitting questions to. Yeah. And there was actually one of your favourite people in the world we had on a couple of weeks ago, and I just got the audio. Here we go. Asked him a question, and uh, I wanted, I just wanted to bring you up. Did you have Alan Jones on? No, it wasn't Alan Jones. It was actually your – it's a bit of a stretch, but I, I'm going to say your hero, the Block's own Scotty Cam. Now, Scotty, <laughs> you and your show actually inspired – uh, mate of mine, Luke Heggie, to become a tradie later in life. Now, I'm 34 <laughs> with no building skills. What's the <laughs> oldest new builder you've come across? <laughs> so I just had to... <laughs> I had to get that in. <laughs> oh. You'd be surprised to know I've never seen an, a second of the block. Uh, he, did he have head-to-toe, like, beige, brand-new King G's? It sounded like it on the phone. I could hear the. Oh, sh- you, you didn't sh- even see him on the <laughs> on the Zoom or something. I could still hear the tag <laughs> scratching the back of his shirt. Yeah, he wouldn't wouldn't put a dirty <laughs> dirty hand in that pocket. No way. Could take it back to Hard Yakker afterwards. Get full credit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we had Scotty Cam on, but then we had we had another reality TV host. Um, oh, he's actually okay. he's actually a very good friend of ours. I'd say your mate. Uh, he hosts The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Osha Gunsberg came on because we were doing this comp batchy bubble, just trying to find some people some love. You know, we go, who knows better than Osha? And uh, he's come in and- um, Hang on, how does that go? Do you do you organise online dates for people? Yeah, so pe- people could just get on the Instagram, on our show's Instagram, and send their info, and then we'd hook them up for dates over the phone on our show. Oh, right. And just generally- That's like my old job. Yeah, generally make fun of them. Well, yeah, what did you do? What was your actual job? Telecafe, <laughs> pre-internet uh, dating line. Brilliant. Four ninety nine a minute? Oh, I don't know, something like that for blokes. For women it was free, so how do you figure <laughs> that? Um, makes you think, doesn't it? Patriarchy at it's it again? Just, yeah, patriarchy. Just um, No, it's all supply and demand, isn't it? Obviously, but, but uh, when yeah, Osha- it was good. Great job. When Osha was on our show, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but he came in and he actually wanted to help our show, Mid-Flight Brawl Out. Oh, nice. With some sneaky little uh, sneaky little drops. Well, I'll right. tell you what, I would break my Warner Brothers licensing rule just to oh, whisper geez. the numbers because I'm pretty good at that. I've really yeah. got you locked down there. You're going to be in glad space be getting a rose. <laughs> it makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> now, Osh, um, I know that you... That was the first one. You got yeah. cheeky makes you think in as we're talking about Warner <laughs> Brothers and how he's <laughs> he's not even allowed at corporate gigs to give a rose out. Yeah. Because Warner Brothers go, oi, cash up. Oh, nice. Um, and then he was speaking to uh I think ah, oh, forget the chick's name. She was a legend, but she was the one that went on three different phone dates, three different guys. And um, he asked her some questions at the end and got this in. <laughs> well, uh, Lauren, I hope, I hope it works out because otherwise, you know, if you have to do it all single till the end of the year, that would really ruin Christmas. So I hope you, you know, I hope you make it happen. 
got a woo and Christmas in there. What a guy. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Thanks, Osha. Um, on that, though, I'm going to have to back it up for a second. If he, for example, I would just ring him and ask him after this, actually, if he gives a rose to his wife on Valentine's Day, do you think Warner Brothers would catch wind of that and ask him for some money? Well, what's that about? Everything's owned now, isn't it? It's crazy. I think his wife would be sus if he gave her a rose. Why? <laughs> think you fucking got that from work, mate. Don't try and palm this off like you've been down to the shop and bought this. You've got to give anything but roses from now on. Man, when I used to work on the boats, we did a lot of weddings. Yeah. And I would bring home so many flowers. It's great. It's nice having flowers in your house, but some days it was just <laughs> chockers. I'd, I'd take four saddlebags to work for my pushy and just fill them with like wedding flowers. That cost a fortune. Really nice ones. And the house would just look like a reception. Brilliant. Fuck yeah, like a hospital room after a birth. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the baby's not allergic to these fucking things. Look at Chris and Mari's in here. Um, What's the worst gift, do you reckon, hospital flowers or cemetery flowers for someone? Oh, to give someone else? Yeah, no, just to pick up, you know, on your way to someone. Which one's worse? Yeah. I reckon the cemetery one. Yeah. Because that means on the way you've stopped by a cemetery. Oh, I guess the hospital's not great either. Yeah. Higher risk, the hospital. <laughs> just get some blue, um, what are they called, the the scrubs? Oh, scrubs. Get some yeah. scrubs, you're all right in there, and if they're, they're asleep, yoink, Yeah, they're on. <laughs> All right, mate, we better kick on. Hey, quickly, though, the uh, Patreon app that we did last week, we do a spin-off app, get around us, patreon.com slash Brawl Again, helps us keep the lights on here at MFB HQ. And uh, we do a spin-off pod called Land Larrikins. It's grubs on the ground. And uh, we did an app last week that was all about a politician going missing. Well, yes. Yeah. And it's, oh, man, it's still the ultimate in human endeavour. I maintain that. I got a few messages, by the way, from people saying we'd never mentioned Harold Holt. Well. I think it's done. Oh, did you know there's a pool? (laughs) If you've seen any comedian on a cruise ship in the last however long, the the older ones will have a joke about the bloody, the pool in Melbourne, the Harold Holt pool. It's very you crazy Aussies, you crazy Aussies. It's a yeah, it's a good one and an oldie. But no, we didn't mention Harold Holt at all. Well, he didn't do it deliberately, but um, yeah. But my, I was talking about my brother uh, rang me up the other day, and he said his boss in London in the late nineties there yeah. was a a train disaster at Paddington in London, and he didn't show up to work that day. Oh and no. Then, uh, yeah, but uh, a week later. A week later? Well, a week later, um, he still wasn't found in the wreckage. <gasps> oh, no. Um, and his heavily, very nine-month heavily pregnant wife was, was wondering where he is. Oh, that's uh, very sad. Yeah, turned up his hold up in a hotel somewhere, just living the dream. Makes you think, doesn't it? Very briefly. Just needed a bit of a time out. Hard Jeez. one to come back from. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Try <laughs> hoping that everyone think you're on that train. <laughs> Imagine fucking it up. Yeah. Pre pre smartphone. Oh yeah. I mean a bit easier then. The internet wasn't in full flight. Yeah. It's still hard. But yeah, didn't last long. Well he just needed a bit of a lie down. I think so, yeah. But you gotta it's embarrassing. It's like those, you know, those cult leaders who say, Well, it's gonna end in three days, you won't be needing all your money, will you? And they take it all 
and then the world doesn't end. Mm. Embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> when they got to ring up from the Bahamas and say, hey, guys, I ended up I was wrong. Can you believe it? Anyway, be your best selves. So what's happened after that? The boss just came back to work? No, 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 no. He had to quit in embarrassment. Yeah. And uh, probably move country. I don't know. I don't know the aftermath. <sighs> I only know the deed. Pretty good. That is a, that's a, for, like you'll never live that down ever. Oh, no. It's almost easier to get divorced after that and be looked at as a shit dad rather than a shit dad who is constantly getting reminded that he made a terrible choice. Yeah. It is like you can die of embarrassment. People <laughs> say it figuratively, but I think you actually can. I would at that. That's a big one to fuck up. Yeah, mate, we better kick on. Oh, it does sound nice though. I just had a heavily pregnant wife. A week in a hotel would have been sick. Anyway, oh, great, but you've got to you've got to pull a lever on something. You've got to say you've had an episode. Something, you know, something's got to happen. Faking your own death—that is incredibly drastic. Yeah, you got to. Something's got to. You got to come back with a couple fingers missing, or yeah, for sure. Just go. I don't know what happened. They grabbed me wrong, bloke. You can't come back with all your teeth, fingers, and toes if you've gone missing for a week on a pregnant. Well, you wife. can't tell me that opportunists who succeed aren't prepared. It's bullshit. You can you can sit around waiting for a massive train tragedy or something. You can't orchestrate it, but you can definitely have your bag packed and your fake passport ready and all the rest of it. So get prepared, everyone. Do you reckon that was just a spur of the moment? That guy seen the train disaster and thought, this is the this is my time to shine. I've got to go right now. There's no chance to wait. I'd say so, yeah. No time to waste. I would think so. Yeah. No prep. Fuck. Well, we were talking about it. Well, he wasn't successful because he got caught in the land larrikins, but, geez, he did better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different time. Much, he did much better than that. All right, should uh, this episode, this is the live one. Uh, that we did a couple of weeks ago, um, ripping episode. Live got, online. Live, live online. We did it live online. Um, mm. Thanks, everyone, again, that got on board that. The Patreon members do get free um, free tickets, I guess. What's the term for online? Access. That'll do. Um, again, enjoy the app. Jetstar, it's a bogan. It's fucking our bread and butter. We love it. Enjoy the episode. All right. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the the this talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Yes! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. All, any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Eggy. How you going, mate? Mate, I'm pretty good. I'm just sitting here in business class up the front of Air Jade, and, and uh, pretty good, sir. One sec. Sorry, mate. I've just got the flight attendant here. Hey, excuse me, sir. Quick question. Um, would you happen to have the number one uh, beer in the world, no and low alcohol category for the World Beer Awards? I believe it's called Heaps Normal. Oh, you do? Fucking hot diggity. There's an ad. Get that up here. Here he is. Mm-mm. Yeah. Somebody's been in the rock patrol today. 
How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Did you get? I haven't got some. I haven't got any at the moment. Mate, I've got some. Uh, some is in the mail, I hear. Man, I'm about to so, become a half of a hero tomorrow and get my first vaccine. So, um, you know, I'm going to split it tonight, just go whiskey, heaps normal, whiskey, okay, heaps yeah. normal. Yeah, good for you, man. Put my health first. How is it for you? Yeah, I'm all right. Did you buy that? Yeah. Did you? Jesus Christ. No, it's called supporting small business. Oh, okay. Small business. What? It's sponsored. Double I'll, hero. I'll, I'll wait for my slab to turn up in the mail. <laughs> I um, I, When I used to work in the shop, right, yeah. Alan Border walked in one what, day. What, the bottle like, Yeah, the bottle Maybe he, everyone doesn't know you worked in a bottle Oh, sorry. I worked in a bottle Yeah. And um, Alan Border walked in. And he bought a carton of Forex, and he was, for the non-Queenslanders, he was the face of Forex for over a decade. He was in all the ads. He was just, and I said, what, have you got to buy this stuff? Because this was just after, like in the mid-90s when he wasn't the face of Forex anymore. I said, have you got to buy this stuff? And he said, fuck off, mate. I thought, oh, Alan Border just called me mate. (laughs) Me and Alan Border, we're mates. Man, in, in Queensland, that's pretty good. Yeah. Fuck off, mates! As good as a uh, you know, we're friends for life. That'd be that'd be um, on TikTok now. Somebody else in the bottle over would have just filmed him saying that, and then he yeah. wouldn't be able to play in the next <laughs> test. Whereas back then, you got what was fucking coming to you, and fair enough. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, Forex, though, I understand. If you're sponsored by them, why would you buy that? Why? Well, I don't know. I'd, I assume he would just have a lifetime supply just from being on the ad, where he's on the beach fishing, staring at chicks running past in bikinis. But uh, that's changed too, Nanny State. A lot of people do change, mate. You've had a very, very busy week. I've just been at um, I've just been at home um, doing fuck all, but you've been getting out and about. You're, uh, last week I heard you on Willosophy, Will Anderson's podcast, Willosophy. Yeah, and, didn't cry. Um, didn't cry. That's what it's. No, you didn't. I mean, I've never listened to it, but I assume it's just people getting on there and crying about their shit lives or something. You, you would have been on that, wouldn't you? No, nah, I haven't been on there. You were very, uh, you were very funny. You were funny the whole time, which is what I expected from you. You weren't earnest. And what I loved is um, last Wednesday, you on philosophy as I'm walking around, you just kept saying, "I just don't want to be one of these um, panel TV show comedian cunts." Oh, yeah. And then that <laughs> night, that night on TV. Uh, if you can believe it, he is so manly. Yeah. He even plays the mandolin. It's Luke yeah. Heggie. Oh, smiling at all. <laughs> well, you can't. Well, you got to. Everyone else doing, does. You, well, times are tough, mate. You just got to. You got to take what <laughs> take what you can get. These days, I tell you what, the fucking um, there's. I mean, ABC. There's a real like um, uh, general feeling among the public. Just yeah. since being on that, because I've never been on something like this, that, uh, you know, there's a real ownership of the ABC feel to Australians and mm. they're not in charge of programming and they're fucking upset that they're not. Yeah. And also, I'm surprised how many people are strapped to their chairs and forced to watch it. And, the, you know, people, home intruders come in and hold their eyes open and just chop their hands off so they can't use the remote and they can't Clock- change channels and shit. They're fucking unhappy that that's Clockwork the case. Clockwork Orange style. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe it's uh, like gluttony, like uh, in the movie Seven. They've just yeah, strapped them. <laughs> they've taped them to the kitchen table and made them yeah. watch you on a panel show. Yeah, they're angry about it too. Very angry. I owe a lot of people half an hour uh, somehow of their lives back 
very, very unhappy. I was probably on air for about two minutes, though, the whole thing. But I still owe them half an hour for some reason. Mate, it was uh, upset. It was funny. It was just. It was great to walk around listening to that pod that, that day and just a complete flip <laughs> when the sun went down. I go fuck! What's happened to him? Well, it was recorded. The like, day this before. is a thing about this is a thing about podcasts. So I'll, I'll tell you something for nothing. Sometimes they're recorded a little bit before they're released. Mm. So wasn't that day? It was about a month or so ago when I hated TV panelists. Now I fucking love them. And is a good reminder to everyone that rarely is something you listen to being recorded in the future. Yeah. <laughs> um, what have you been up to? Man, Same fuck up. all. I've got, I had one sick kid and then the other one got sick and then uh, my son Charlie accidentally scratched my wife's eyeball today. Fuck, that's a big one. She got to hospital? No, nah, man, to the doctors and had to get some drips in there and then it turned into a, it was like a big green dot in her eye and it cut the, cut the retina. Did you do that yourself? Did I do the drops? No, did you, you, you said, I'll take care of this. Give me the standing off. I'll cut that little dot out. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, not like you. I don't fix answers. everything with the standing <laughs> <laughs> off. That'll tape require a new go. blade. New yeah. retina. Bit of sticky tape. Don't get any um, fingerprints on there. That'll obscure <laughs> the vision. Um, the baby scratching your eye, that's a big one. I know someone that happened to. It was incredibly painful. Yeah, it's got to be hard. It's one of, one of the very few times in life that somebody commits a violent act against you and you can't just absolutely smash them. Well, you can, but it's it's frowned upon. <laughs> well, it was that grim story I sent you today. Obviously, it's not going to be in here. It happened on the ground. Mm. But a bloke that was uh, in a magistrate's court for a drinking problem and threatening his partner and he just said, Oi, oh. not my fault, Dan yeah. Andrews, you yeah. locked us down. Dan Which, Andrews has really gone around and done a lot of violence. Not looking forward to that place. press conference tomorrow when he has to announce the numbers and say, plus, on top of that, I'm also responsible for this bloke at the Maggies. Yeah. <laughs> I saw his wedding photos, though. He was in a silk shirt with a silk tie that was the same colour. What colour? Purple? No, nah, like a... Uh, like a Lilac. No, nah, not, a, not a beige, like a... Off-white. Yeah, off-white. It was an off-white. You know, same colour tie. Correction. Huh? How could you tell? How could you tell he even had a tie? <laughs> it was a shadow. So, that guy's got no buttons on his shirt. <laughs> At his own wedding, no less. Um, if you're wearing a silk shirt, silk tie combo, you don't know a wins or not. I'm fucking oh, putting money on. <laughs> if you're wearing a silk shirt, silk tie combo, one of those would better be piano print. <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid, I got my dad for Father's Day a Ren and Stimpy tie. Jesus Christ. From like a box wear... new or a bucket. Um, yeah. What was the other joint called? Um, Granny Mays. I got him oh, a yeah. Ren and Stimpy tie and a phantom tie. And he Did never he wore it to down work. the street. He'd have to wear it in the car till he turned the corner. Well, yeah, he would have a couple of days, any day that he put it on for me. Because I'd be like, Dad, what the fuck are you doing with this yeah. patent tie? You've got a Ren and Stimpy one in the closet. Yeah. There's a real. There was a time in the was this this would have been in the nineties. Yeah, there was a time where people were actually wearing uh, Daffy Duck and shit ties, Looney yeah. Tunes, Mickey Mouse, this sort of thing, all silk, not silk, satin. Ah, so satin. That's right, satin shirt. Looks different. Satin um, tie. Silk gets a bad name because of satin. People talk about silk pajamas and silk boxes and stuff. <laughs> and what they mean is satin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Irish silk. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I was um, we're we're in lockdown now. Actually, still mm. fucking living it. Uh, Victorians like to say they do lockdown better, but whatever. I was I was still out though, still out and about. I was out on the weekend. Mm. My uh, my flag got ripped. Had a went to a big uh, big meeting with heaps of people, <laughs> but <laughs> we're whatever. Now we're gonna wear masks now. Oh man, I couldn't so. believe. So for those outside of New South Wales, I assume the rest of the world would have figured, hey, a few days in when you started lockdown, maybe the first rule would be masks. Gladys said it Tuesday. Like she just remembered, like, fuck. Oh, I should have said that. Masks outside. Yeah, but you know, it's taken two months to That'll get do. to that. But anyway, we're we'll here now. fine. We've been practicing. Haven't hit a thousand yet. Good to go. Man, I reckon Whatever. those those marches, um, those the marches, because everybody gets lumped in to one group. Like you're either mm. pro-vax or anti-vax, but I reckon those marches, you should it should be like an opening ceremony, where it's there's a few different groups, and you hold a flag saying, "No, my small business is fucked," and then there's another group that are like, "I believe what Pete Evans says." And then you, you can watch them go past, and each group you can be, "Well, I get the small business thing. That's pretty shit." Pete Evans, fuck you, cunts. I think vaccines are a conspiracy 5G. You can throw stuff at them. Yeah. They'll get lumped into the one, you know. There'd be some blokes there. that My, well, my neighbour's brother's a cop, and uh, he was at the Melbourne one and copped a couple of stubbies filled with concrete, which I'd never even wow. considered to make. So Jesus. thanks for the tip. Anyway, we'd better get in. This, um... All right. So... Uh... Oh, anyone who's listening to this audio in the future, hmm. this is actually a live streamed app. Yeah, and if you, so, you want to get amongst it, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. You can be watching it for free. Thanks to the people that have bought tickets. Um, and just, just while I'm on a roll, heaps normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. That's like, that's like a 12-minute ad for heaps normal. They had better be appreciative. I know. My slab had better be turning up at my house. If not, tomorrow. ironically, ironically, I'm going to get drunk and fucking fight him. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, mate, um, our our little incident today. It's another recent one. I feel like uh, it's a bit of. A, I mean, you know, there's a lot happening can, on planes. Can we also say thanks to everyone that sends us messages on email and uh, on Insta at Midflight Brawl. Uh, Keeping us up to date. There's a lot of ones that are because it's fucking kicking oh, off. People are getting around they, people again, and they're re- remembering people are cunts, and they're not yeah. to be trusted, and they're generally shit. So they do they do fly by. Like I try to get onto all of them, but it's there's too much, and mm. they do fly by. So you send the messages, even if you think, oh, definitely they've heard of this. Love to hear some more because there's heaps. But this is a fairly new story, and uh, this guy, um. He's a 27-year-old Queenslander, oh, no less. Your mates. Uh, from May 2021. And no, uh, no. He's, on a, he's on a Jetstar flight oh, in Cooley. Hold on. Jetstar. Coolangatta. Coolangatta. To Hobart. I'll save that. So, what was his name? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you his name. Three names. Jai. Brody. Spateri. Oh, here we go. A bit racist, mate. Nothing wrong with his last name, Nicholas. Um, anyway, so 
Jai Brady's Pateri, he's, uh, he's had an absolute monster of a night <laughs> up at the Gold Coast there. Maybe he's been out in beautiful Cavill Avenue oh. for the evening, checking out all the latest trendy night spots for a few shandies at each one. Shit job for um, a street sweeper, I reckon, Cavill Ave. Well, you've got to have a scrubbing brush for the blood. Got the, it's most, just for, most, forensic units. Don't worry about it. It's no grabby hand. It's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, it is a grim joint. Yeah. It's a shit more. Um, he's fronted up to Gold Coast Airport with no issue. Everything's fine. So it's not a really relaxing atmosphere there. I've been there a fair bit, Gold Coast Airport. Such is the design of the joint that you have to fight your way through a snaking line of Bevins to get to your gate. And it's pretty echoey too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, all you can hear is a click clack of thongs and mothers slapping the backs of their misbehaving kids' thighs. If you're in any way anxious as a flyer, turning up at, it's a bit too early at Coolangatta Airport is uh, it's not for you. It's got one of those. So, it's got one of those great like uh, one of those juice places at the airport. It's boost. Like, no, it's not a boost. That's the thing. It's not a boost. You can't go get a you know a rhyming drink. What? It's, they uh, don't dance. No, and there's no mag- mango magic. No, this thing, it's like an NRG juice. Just there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. Just I there. think it actually is NRG. <laughs> yeah, NRG oh. juice to fucking wash out the Jaeger bombs. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm turning life around from right now. Thanks, NRG juice. I love how that's, that's, that's people's sort of, um, that's their detox is an NRG at the, at the Cooley <laughs> Airport or Boost Juice. I've tried it many times. <laughs> Oh. You've never had a boost juice, have you? That'll bring this back. No, I haven't. That, it's just frozen. It's just man. It's like a it's like a Slurpee. Yeah. yeah. So get a fucking Slurpee. They're a buck. <laughs> Slurpees are a dollar. Man, why don't you just make it? That's what you're always telling me. Man, what what do you mean you went to seven eleven and got a Slurpee? All you need is sugar, blue, and ice <laughs> and a cement mixer and fucking ipso facto. <laughs> You you joke about that, but I've I haven't got a bag of blue, <laughs> but I've I've made slurpees before. Don't worry about you've it. You've made slurpees. Um, no, you made da- so uh, daiquiris. Is that what you've made? I made daiquiris. I made a I made a frozen smoothie yesterday for everyone. Hold on, big hit. Quick question. Quite popular here. Quick question. Mm. To make a slurpee at yes. home, is that just Coke and ice in a blender? Well, can be, but what you can do is there's a like you get a, a flask or something with frozen freezer water in it, like a plastic thing with a like a you know, and and freeze that, and yeah. then put the coke or whatever in it and stir oh. probably five minutes, and it'll turn into a slurpee. Fuck, Doctor Carl, here he is. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what slurpees are, mate. You've seen the slurpee machine; it just turns frozen stuff around. I just realised there, yeah. there you go. Now that you've started on panel TV shows and you love it, but I saw you smiling. Um, yeah. Smiling and laughing. That must have paid you more. Um, yeah, well, you you know, you know what it's like. <laughs> I sure do. Yeah, you do. I've worn a blazer. I'm currently in boxer look shorts. Look down your nose at me. Yeah, yeah man, I, I I went there. I didn't like it. I've come back. Um, I I reckon there's a there's a gap in the market for you as a, as a like, Bevan Dr. Carl. You can tell people the best way to egg a house. Oh yeah, you know. I'll I'll show them how to use an angle grinder to get stubborn tuna tins open, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, look at dog the bounty so hunter. 
put fish in around your house, you need done. <laughs> By the way, can you move out of the way to show people a toilet just in case some people don't know I can get in there. Oh, no, I can't open it. That'd be good. If you can arrange for my green screen to have the, <laughs> like I can open the toilet, sick. Oh, man, I could, I could anyway. definitely sort that out for you. Um, congrats, by the oh. way, to Heggy for sorting out a green screen and OBS. Um, well, I didn't. You sent them to me. But, yeah, <laughs> I did receive them in the mail and I opened them up <laughs> and I shared my screen with you so you could fix up the fucking OBS thing. So, yes, oh. I've done all right. <laughs> Man, um, you'll be you'll be happy to know I got to see Heggy's desktop. Everyone, Heggy did tell me he's like, mate, I'm having trouble with this program. I'm just going to share my screen with you, and you'll be very happy to know it's a completely plain desktop. It's just got manifesto dot doc. So I don't know what he's up to. Is <laughs> <laughs> hit list? Yeah, a hit list. I wish I had it prepped it for you. <laughs> anyway, so um. Come time for the flight, right? And Jai, he was uh, he was so maggot at the time of boarding. Well, of course, that he he <laughs> later on he said he doesn't even remember getting on. Fuck yeah! And I'm I'm sus of that. We all hold it together when we have to, right? When you you know you act not as sozzled as you are when the kids wake up or something. Yeah, oh, no, I'm good. That sort of thing. But he wasn't so maggot. He couldn't get his boarding pass out of his pocket and show it to him and act sober to get on because they don't let you on 2021. Come on, Matt. You've you've been You've been that drunk before when you're on autopilot. I, a few years ago, I think episode five or six, we did that Virgin Australia one when they first shut down. I um, yeah. did a gig, the SAS over in Perth and at the at the, uh, at, at the Grado. It's in the ABC today. Grado. Have a look. Get on ABC News and have a look at the video footage. They're trying to make them feel better. It looks fun. It's it like, looks a lot of fun. I have to admit I looked at it and looked for you in the background. And I couldn't see a fuzzy little face. You wouldn't know there that resembled you. They're all red bearded units, mate. I just blend in. Now, I got so drunk afterwards <laughs> with one of the blokes whose name I won't say. First time in my life, I blacked out. Like we're drinking, and then I'm at another bar, and then I'm at uh, his place. Going, dude, where's me? He goes, I've got your suitcase. And then I was in the Virgin Lounge making a toasty with the entire St Kilda Football Club looking at me. Yeah, why were they looking at you? Don't know because you're acting sober. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. I was like, is yeah, my right. dick out? Have I punched someone? What's happened? Is my hand in the well, jacket? Yeah. Am I just trying to warm it up? Try and feel alive? Wake up? Bit of cold water in the face? Hand in the sandwich press? Don't know what happened, but I got yeah. there. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you got there, but someone's looked out for you there because people know. Well, if you look close enough, you can tell when someone's pissed. Maybe it was the this guy. Maybe it was the SAS. Maybe they snuck me in. That's their job. Yeah. Um, well, he managed to get there and, and, you know, he managed to get across the tarmac and up the stairs, as is the case at Gold Coast Airport. Bad luck if it's raining <laughs> and you're on the stairs behind someone who's holding everyone else up, trying to shovel their Gucci bags in the locker. It's, like, that's that's always irked me when you're on the stairs and it's raining and some arsehole is just taking their fucking time mm. up ahead there. Like, oh, I need some help. I'm sure all flight attendants must think this all the time. But barring the old and the infirm, if you can't put your own bags in the overhead, your bags should just get kicked out the door onto the runway as a lesson to others. Now, almost if, oh, yeah, I've, you've just, uh, there's a bit of flying PTSD there. 
it's been so long. I don't know if you saw that Qantas ad this week, Heggy. Apparently, it's making everyone sad. Um, there's Why? a Qantas ad. Well, it's just it's people flying around the world, and it's clearly set in the near future. Some people are getting their jabs, and they're like, "I'm off to Singapore for a wedding. I'm off to London to see." And there's a family talking about he's they're going to take their daughters to Disneyland, and all I could think they show a, a snippet of everybody on the plane. And the guy in front of him, I'm like, that cunt's putting his seat back before takeoff. I'm going to be furious. Yeah. It didn't make me sad. It made me furious. Oh, you saw, you saw that. I think Qantas are going to have to like get a whole new recruitment process. A lot of their flight attendants were in a very vulnerable age group when COVID came out. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to go coming back. Um, uh, so- ladies and gentlemen, first of all, just want to read the letter from the Queen that our... <laughs> Lead flight attendant got. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, by the way, we, I reckon. we brought up the other week, I forgot to mention it before in the intro, you brought up um, can pilots open up the window on a flight to, to oh, do yeah. a shuckers or flick a dart out and um, – yeah. There's a pilot, uh, Dreamliner pilot, Hannah, who listens to the show, and she said the window, she sent us a message, windows don't open at all on the current plane, but on the A320 they opened on the ground, and she said there was uh, an ageing captain who farted from Heathrow to Algiers and back, farted all the way. He sat there just reading a broadsheet newspaper and dropping his guts. And you could open the windows during no, this time? No, I couldn't open it. Not until this was on the on, This was on the flight. That's a bit grim. I just love that they're But then he's the earned newspaper. it. Yeah. Broadsheet. <laughs> Cover up the whole thing. Yeah. Not a lot of broadsheets around anymore. Even the broadsheets are tabloid style now. So that is an ageing. No, but again, though, isn't that nice? The captain, even though he's farting in an enclosed space and just being a general pig, at least he's reading a broadsheet newspaper. I don't want to yeah, see a fucking Gold Coast bulletin in the cockpit. <laughs> I thought they couldn't have anything in there. I thought they just had to talk, read the manual <laughs> and talk to each other about the flight. You're not allowed to have stuff in there. <laughs> Man, they're doing everything. We, um, I've been on one of those mine site gigs where you're flying direct to the mine site. There's no door in the cockpit. And the guy was just drinking orange juice on his phone. I don't know what he was oh, doing. If he was playing a game or something, clearly airplane oh, okay. mode was on. Yeah. He was just on his phone having an OJ. I don't want to see that. Put a fucking door nah. up, not even for terrorism, just to put me yeah. at ease. Well, it's the same with chefs. You don't need to fucking see them like picking their noses in the background and, nah. and, you know, dropping your shit on the floor and putting it back on the plate and stuff. I don't mind that happening, but I don't need to see them doing it. So radio hosts. Need to fucking see them now on billboards and shit all over the oh, place. Yeah, you did bring that up the other day. Billboards. Don't He's... trust anything on a billboard. Then I drove past one. One million dollar alpha bucks. Yeah. Trust that. How do you win one million dollars on your radio yeah, show? Just that answer ten questions. That's it. 
That's it, man. I'll start with the no. same letter. 13, 10, 60, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., Monday to Friday. If I got on, would they let me win? They wouldn't, would they? That's <laughs> no, not up to you. Can you do it? Well, I could do some it. Of the, but... Some of the questions involve things like, you know, they've all got to be same letter and then it's the letters R, name a Harry Potter character. And I know the words you're going to say Harry Potter. will get dumped out. Harry Potter? No, with an R. Oh, R. I don't fucking know. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Stumbled at the first question. Um. Anyway, so so Jai he settled Jai. into the flight, and about halfway through, yeah, he's thought, "Geez, I'd love a bloody cigarette. Nothing to calm the nerves and take the edge off this bender. Better than blowing a smoke ring or two over the heads of strangers." So. I'm not an animal, though. I wouldn't do that. I'll vape instead. Fuck yeah. Considerate option. Have you ever had a vape? What do you, nah, what do you make of vaping? Like, I to go. Obviously, it's good for your insides. Otherwise, I wouldn't be allowed to sell the <laughs> stuff. But that sort of really thick plume of smoke that just disappears really quickly, I don't trust that. just doesn't seem natural like cigarette smoke does. No, see, I think the opposite. I assume all the, all the vapes out of your lungs, nothing in there left. Mm. I don't know, man. I watched a few videos on how to vape on a plane. Wow. And uh, it's an expert manoeuvre. In the toilet, I assume, or down the shirt? A few, a few people do that. Not really. I mean, it's 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 worth it if you put in the work. There are a few methods. Blow it into a blanket, that sort of stuff. <laughs> Turns back into liquid there. Hold on. Or Hold on. in the toilets, For, blow it directly into water toilet paper if you're glamorising your addiction. It, just a blanket on a plane now. This is yeah. a 1974. They're not giving that shit out. You barely get lunch. They go, hey, free free meal on every flight, and it turns out dinner is a cookie. You go, well, yeah. <laughs> not on, on big ones, don't you get a plastic wrap blanket? Yeah, don't you get a blanket in a ziploc bag or something? Yeah, up in the thing, you do that. You just blow it in that blanket. Best trick though, and you don't have to leave your seat for this. Why should you? Is just take a one guy. He did a video on this. He said, take a long, deep hit. Hold it in for 10 plus seconds. So most of the vape goes to your brain right? or turns to liquid on your lungs. So you're left with very little smoke to blow out the nostrils. Victimless, <laughs> everyone's a winner. <laughs> Just a bit of silicosis for your troubles. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking do the right thing. Um, in any case, in, in Jai's instance, he's not an expert, clearly. The uh, really nanny are. state. As, as it was white Jai's. <laughs> Jai's in general. <laughs> Sorry if there's any um, Jai's listening. Uh, wakeboarding, uh, Red Bull suit, jumping off a cliff. I'll listen to a Jai. Yeah. <laughs> Burnouts. Well, one long jumper. Oh, fuck yeah. But he loved a dart. Oh, yeah, a pack of darts. I wonder if he's on. Pack I wonder if silver medal. Jumping Jai's on the vape now. He's, I think he might be actually. He's a, he became a federal policeman. So Wow. You know. Mm. Um, so the nanny state stepped in. A flight attendant has told Jai to stop vaping. Yeah. Jai said, fuck off. Fair point. Uh, yeah. Not too long after, a fellow passenger has told Jai to stop. Jai grabbed him around the chest, a little bit of a tussle, no more, no less. Um, that's where I think it'd be good to be massive every now and then. I don't, I don't want to be full time, but the costs out, you know, the costs outweigh the benefits there. But if, if you're like 150 kilos, yeah. All muscle, you can just tell people like Jai to stop doing what they're doing, and they will. 
Man, if you're 150 kilos of muscle in a Jetstar seat, you're not moving. Yeah, and you're probably angry and people will do what you say. No, but you're wedged in. I'd go, shut up, cunt. You can't even stand up out of your seat. You're that big. Oh, but when he does, there's <laughs> trouble. Like at the end, I, I can tell people to act a certain way, <laughs> but I might have to fight them or something. Like a big tank of a man. They can just tell a stranger something has to happen and it usually will. Yep. That's, I mean, we know, I know Kev, he is fucking, if he says something, you do it. Like you're not. The trainer. Saying big Kev, the trainer. Yeah. He's not. At strength, no one's telling him no. Yeah, at strength elite. It's a lot of big deadlifts in black and white. He fucking knows what's going and on. And philosophy. He's quite partial to a little bit of philosophy. You know what I love about Kev, though? He just puts uh, comments, fake comments under real people's names. So it's like a Kenny Powers quote. What the fuck yeah. are you looking at, bitches? I'm the champion. Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, that's beautiful. <laughs> Nothing to suggest that Gandhi didn't say that. Um, so the planes continued and landed in Hobart as scheduled and they had to call ahead for the filth to, to meet them there. It's about time. Jai was, yeah. Tassie must be wrapped. Um, well, they don't have much else to do. No, it's the, pr- the, problem mean, the with, other passengers. It's they- the problem with Tasmanian crime. You've got to spread it out. You can't just go Martin Bryant, nothing for fucking 40 years. Just a, just lesser, but more of. Yeah, there's not a lot of middlemen there. There's a, there's a big gap between the top criminals and the petty sort of, you know, run over a Tasmanian devil, maybe eat it sort of people. There's not much else in between. Not a lot of petty stuff like Joy. <laughs> so they had to stay in their seats in Hobart while the police got on board and took Jai away while he threatened them, said he's going to bash one. Bash and he called, them, he called them fucking idiots. And um, You know what I do respect he's, about this so far? He's gotten on a plane blind. He's come from the Goldie, but he's still vaping. Like there is a part in his head that's like the healthy choice. There is a future, yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm going to tell a cop to fuck off, threaten to bash him, but I yeah. will vape. And the world does need me. I'll get a Coke Zero, thanks. No sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking after myself. Um, as he was let off the plane, he said, I think to everyone, I'm going to have a vendetta and I'm going to end these cunts. Wow. Which are big words from an average-sized man. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> Joy. Joy got taken to the Bell Reeve police station, charged and released like uh Rex Hunt used to do with the fish, just kiss him and see it. <laughs> I assume yeah. it, in Hobart it's still ye oldie. They've got a gale, just a G-A-O-L. <laughs> yeah. You'd, tourists are in there. Um, Some convicts fucking uh, fingernail marks in the wall getting their jaw. Yeah. I, um, I thought about this and Jai had to come back later on mm. to Hobart and I thought, you're nearly better off getting a plane turned around back to your city because you don't have to go back then to face the music a couple of months later when your case comes around. What's that? So you said, if you- they said, I'll come back later, mate. Like a couple of months from now, your case is going to be in the courts. So there's another trip <laughs> back down to Taz that you may not have wanted. Mm. Um, sucked in. You should have done it like half an hour into the flight. You might have been back at the Goldie. The lawyer, he was a guy called Dinesh. Logan Nathan. When I read that, I thought, I know it's more likely legitimately Sri Lankan, but Logan Nathan, 
that couldn't be better for a southeast <laughs> Queensland lawyer. They're both classic Queensland suburbs and probably the given names of a few of your clientele. <laughs> but uh, he's actually a Hobart lawyer <laughs> when I read him, alas. <laughs> Logan, Nathan, love it. Yeah. Logan and Nathan, two places to get your fucking head kicked in Where, in southeast Queensland where's without Where's problem. Nathan? I didn't know Nathan was a place. Nathan's sort of south of Brisbane, north of Logan. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Nathan, not far from QE2 Sports Centre, where uh, the fabled 1982 Commonwealth Games were held. Mm. And What about Yatla? Yatla, a bit further south than Nathan. Oh, okay. No, not on the same. Yatla's gone to pot. Don't start me on fucking Yatla pies, mate. <laughs> We've um, covered this. Don't worry. Yeah. So what, what I've read, though, uh, Logan Nathan, yeah. pretty good bloke with a social conscience, doesn't really like the pigs only being accountable to themselves in terms of brutalising the public with excessive force. But uh, in the in the instance of Jai Brody Spateri, Dinesh, Logan Nathan, got him to plead guilty. And he also said, my client was acting out of character. They always are. <laughs> Like, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? If your general character were walking around calling people cunts and telling them to fuck off and tell them that you bash them, you wouldn't live to 27. Unless you're a very big man who enjoys violence. Why is there anyone that's like, no, that my client acted exactly as he always has? Yeah, that's this who is. he is, just being himself. <laughs> it's Out of character would be, I don't know, a guy saving someone's life. Um, yeah. You know, doing one of those like air, uh, like sky high uh, childbirths. You know, where they go, fuck, give us that. Give us this little thing. I need a peg. I need a, and they help someone give birth. They deliver a baby at yeah. 35,000 feet. That would be Jai's. Jai was out of character there. Man, if I were having a health episode on a plane, granted, it's not going to be childbirth. I get that. But anything, someone comes up and says, I'll help out. I'd ask what their name is. If they said Jai, I said, don't put a big pen in my fucking neck, mate. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Whatever you're going to do, don't do it. I'll take my chances. Um, First of all, suck on this vape. That's going to help. <laughs> Not the great anyway, I've, I've seen, after. I've seen the bloke and he's just a normal, yeah. normal-sized hat, stupid hat-wearing fella. By the way, that's um, the best part about this. We do make fun of the people kicking off on the planes, but it's inevitable. It's inevitable that we one day will unravel in the sky. Everything's going to open up again. We're going to be on flights a lot. Something will occur. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fighting someone on a plane. Apparently, not though, with that attitude. Come on, George. Jo- well, unless someone signs up to cockpit level uh, Patreon, <laughs> I won't be fighting on a plane. Um, Jai, just before the trip, had been diagnosed with depression, and it's unclear if it's the disease itself or the diagnosis who we can hold responsible for the binge drinking he did just before getting on the plane. <laughs> Dunno. He is um he remains quite remorseful though. He stopped drinking totally. Right. Like anyone anyone out there wanting to know the best way to get sober, just do something like this. Straight off it. What are you talking You'd about? Be told to get off it. How's the um uh the leaky this week, what was his name? Caught making out with the NR NRLW player in the toilet. Oh, Elliot! And he got into a Adam. he got into a punch on with a teammate in the off season for 
smooching his messes and yeah, he's got some form. <laughs> you know what the patriarchy did in this instance? So they've <laughs> the the NRLW player who was in the men's toilets, which I've I don't think they should be. Yeah. I don't know. Call me old fashioned, but. You know, there's, there's specific toilets for specific people. But just quickly, um, in the chat, Alex wrote, Adam <laughs> Elliott, no, no for having a huge hog and getting in trouble for hog-related issues. Oh, okay. Well, there we one go. Of those I, stand, facts, I beg your pardon. One of those facts that even if not true, you won't get sued for defamation. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's taking you, know, you to the court going, I've got a tiny cock, and <laughs> don't yeah. you fucking you know say what, otherwise. You know what no one's ever said about a like a – no one's ever said he's got a massive cock about a good bloke. A good bloke trumps it. You never, I've never heard that said about someone who's just a general good bloke. Jesus, he's got a big Oh, brilliant. Yeah, no, he's obviously <laughs> something quite wrong with him. It's, I'm it's, beginning to think they might go together. It's never the opener for an order of Australia. No. <laughs> <laughs> Getting knighted. Yeah. Congrats. Fucking big piece on your champ. Big, uh, yeah. thick old dick. Also, <laughs> thanks, Fred Hollows, for helping all the children with their eyesight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the service to the, to the industry, uh, Australian of the Year, Jeffrey Rush. Um, so he's remorseful, right? He, he stopped drinking totally. And, um, Good on him. Magistrate Mate, Michael there's no Daly. need to stop drinking completely. What he could do, Heggy. Oh, here we go. He's <laughs> I fucking hope they're listening because this is deep in the episode. They need to know they're getting their money's <laughs> worth here. I'm not even going to say it. Everybody knows. Yeah, they just listen to the first two minutes, you know, and go, yeah, job done. <laughs> Wipe their hands of the whole thing. Um, magistrate said, yeah, righto, hand over 4,000 notes and you won't get a conviction. 4,000 uh, what? Dollars. Oh. So a legal bill would have been more than that. So he also had to pay. $149.30 in court levies. Goodness knows how they arrive at that. Judge bonus, perhaps. You know, I know you're not a fan of these weird number fines, mm. 139.50. There's yeah. something even weirder, though, about just four grand. Give us four grand, well, that'll do it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more comfortable with that than the – like someone's been employed to come up with $149.30 there. That irks me. Would surprise me if the judge has just pocketed that day because I looked into Michael Daly and mm. uh, Michael Daly, justice delayed is justice denied, being one of his mantras, upstanding truth merchant. Wow. Uh, someone else's palm at $149.30, not him. <laughs> Back to southeast Queensland for you, buddy. Stay there with your kin. Um, I found Jai mm. on the internet thanks to a reasonably unusual name. Yep. Although uh, there are more than two of everyone now. One Jai Spiteri I found, right, he went to Hopper's Crossing Secondary School. Yeah, buddy. So Hopper's Crossing Jai Spiteri, he's earning a more honest crust than our hero as a carpenter in Hopper's Crossing. Fuck yeah. And uh, this particular Jai, Hopper's Crossing Jai, in early 2021, has only gone and bought a bloody house, hasn't he, in Hopper's Crossing and left a glowing five-star review for the real estate agent. Good on you, Jai. Calling him. The Rolls Royce of Hopper's Crossing. That was his quote. So, well, the Rolls I, of course, Royce of Hopper's Crossing is a Holden Capri. It's an escort, <laughs> like a, the two tone black with the green. 
<laughs> I don't reckon. I haven't been to Helpers Crossing, obviously, but uh, <laughs> why not? There wouldn't be many Rolls Royces there, would there? Open up the borders. Come on, Dan. You're fucking ruining <laughs> lives. My mate Heggy is up there near the beach in Sydney like a fucking idiot. I'm trying to get yeah. him down here to Hoppers. Well, I haven't. I don't think I've ever been to Victoria and had a day off working. Oh, it's not. not gonna there he is. I wish I had a violin in the system. Well, there wouldn't be. There wouldn't be any Rolls Royces there, would there? Not even passing through on their way from Tranquil sixty nine dollar a night Apple House Hotel down to Aqua Pulse Rec Centre for some frolicking in the Splash Park. Not a Rolls, not a Rolls Royces in Hoppers, despite it being ranked in the Domain Livability Study out of 300, 307 suburbs. It came in at two hundred eighteenth. Not bad. I'll take that. <laughs> Um, you know, mate, you got you got to get down there. The plaza has changed to Pacific or something. I don't like that. But um, I bet I bet they've written specific, <laughs> just a little less. Yeah. <laughs> so it's also got SPAC in it, like specific, but SPAC. Um, you know, it kept Hoppers out of the top two hundred and seventeen. Oh, it was mate, uh, how many guesses do you want? <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what let it down. It yeah. was its topography, culture, tree cover, and cafes. What else is there when there's a big hospital? Mate, the cafes emergency are getting there The cafes are getting there. They've got Werribee Mercy, shout out, Werribee Mercy Hospital. Um, <laughs> good do, spot. Do the cafes have those big bulbous um, coffee pots, glass ones? They just walk around and nah. keep filling you up. Jock no. and Mac near Hopper Station. Used to be a good, um, used to be like a family video land there. It was like the one, man, when I was a kid, you know where you get the fucking 38 weeklies for four bucks? Spent a lot of time down at family video land. Yeah. Good spot. I still got a crook neck from uh, video shops. What do you mean? I'm looking down bottom shelf. You got to put your head to the side to read them all. It's fucking annoying. They could have always thought that. Just put them on their sides or something. Do this. Harder to stash enough. Huh? Harder to stack. You can't you can't read something where the letters are going down that way? You can't, but if you want to do it quickly, you've got to put your head like this and walk along the (laughs) door. Annoying. Mate, Um, the first subway that was the big hit near Hopper's station when I was in high school. When I was a touch I became after I left high school, my mates were uh, at another school. I grew up in the same street as they were the year below me. They had a touch rugby team and they just told their school that I was a touch rugby professional and I got to coach the team. Well, I'm sus of this on a few levels, but anyway, yeah. you know how you're mates with people a year younger than you while you're school age? Never trusted the likes of you. No, no, no. I was their age. I was the youngest oh. in my year level. I was born on the cutoff date. How? You're born in April. Yeah, that was the cutoff day, April 30th. That's the cutoff day. Yeah. Why? don't know. I was born at the end of December and I was the youngest. Easy. But no problem. Queensland, doesn't, that one. Queensland doesn't even have prep, mate, so. Don't need it. Already prepped straight out of the womb. Mate, you'll be happy though, like true fucking trash that I am. The first, I think it was 22 bucks an hour or something at 18, insane coin. Great. First paycheck. Took my mates up and I to Subway. Footlongs and cookies on me, boys. Oh, Jesus Christ. Meatball footlong? 
No, nah, chicken fillet, man. Come on. Ugh, what are we even doing? worse. Chicken just milling around in the fucking tepid water. And then straight into family video land. I'll be taking the three new releases. Thank you. Oh, this sounds. I got cash. Grim. <laughs> um. Anyway, Hopper's Jice Bateri doesn't sound anything like the kind of foul mouth vapor you'll find on a Jetstar plane. Ex Cool and Gatter, no less. Bound for Hobart for a bit of downtime with the Misso. That's what he was doing. Why would you go on holiday at all when you've got a house in Hoppers? So maybe you go. Maybe you want to go somewhere and see a tree. I don't know. Um, our joy going to Tasmania. Yep. Where you know we're we're all sold greenery and nature walks and leatherwood honey, aren't we, for Tasmania? But there's a there's a different side of that joint. Wall to wall fucking lowies down there. People forget that it's not all possum fur and combs made out of hewn pine. Whiskey. It's also. It's also discount shops called Chicken Feed and lots of army, army recruitment ads for the bored, uneducated youth. I um, I was, I was looking up some old ads to try and get a bit of audio for this. Nothing. Yeah. They're all shit. What um, do you mean? Hobart ads? Yeah, terrible. Not even worth it. Oh, wow. But I did see an ad for dry cleaning, just a generic, hey, everyone, you should get your clothes dry cleaned. But who the fuck's commissioning that? Is there a dry cleaning union? Saying we're putting this on telly, let's all. Oh, what do you mean? Man. It was just like dry it wasn't for a dry cleaner. Yep, yeah. Might have been funded by the state community now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing down there, but it wasn't for a particular business. Wow, just a kid saying my clothes feel fantastic because they're dry cleaned. Oh, that's mine like, too. That's like the ads for uh, when I was a kid. You'd see an ad for like bananas. You go, Who, which yeah, ones? What the fuck? What's no, up man. there? Just bananas. Surely there's some. Rogue banana farmers just going, I'm not paying. You do it if you want, but I'll take the benefits. I'm not fucking forking out for that. It's ridiculous. We're not unionized. We're farmers. <laughs> um, but our joy, right, obviously not Hopper's joy, Jai Spitty on Instagram where it's never too early to ramen. He's a, uh, he's a musician. Pardon? That's his – it's one of, his, one of his quotes. It's never too early to ramen. Wow. He likes ramen. Our joy. Wow. Hipster ramen types have moved into the Gold Coast. It's happened. Uh, one of his mantras also is make sure you suffer, recover, and learn to forgive. Oh, uh, he did that on the plane, didn't he? Did he Did he ever? Um, maybe you mentioned this life philosophy to the passenger that he assaulted. Uh, Never too early to fucking ramen, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tell you what, a fucking thick, heavy... Broth with a lot of noodles in there and fuck all meat oh. would do me so weak <laughs> right about now. I wouldn't be in this position. I've just had an NRG juice, not a salary Cricket. beetroot thing. Trying to turn this day around, I'm fucked. Why don't they have a ramen open? Things <laughs> things will be grim. We'll know things are turned when, like, instead of kebabs, there's just ramen joints open at four a.m. that you can go and abuse. There is. Um, Come to is Melbourne, there? mate. Yeah. Oh, not on the. It's I'm talking Caval Avenue, mate. Oh, yeah. Well, not, yeah. <laughs> um, he's got a beanie on in some of his some of his media in Queensland with bits of hair falling out the sides like a bastard. Um, his hobbies appear to be like forging knives, tattoos, and Japanese crafts, knickknacks, and trinkets. Nothing like nothing like quite like a Queenslander who forms an affiliation with an Asian culture. Is there Japanese? It must be said is not the usual one. Far more accessible and popular Asian cultures for Queenslanders to get amongst. And by accessible, I mean Randy. 
You know? um, but you know why? They've got the direct Jetstar flights, Gold Coast to Japan. Oh, is that Gold Coast Japan flights? Yeah, direct. That's what's Snowboard happened there. This wasn't Jai's first Jetstar journey. Why do, why do Gold Coasties go to, like, snowboarding? That's just fucking skateboarding vandals in winter, isn't it? Yeah, and Japanese love Queensland. Well, yeah. Get to the Gold Coast. Oh, so it's Japanese people coming and then going back. Not yeah. many Queenslanders are going there, are they? I don't know. You're one of them. Ask well, your mates. <laughs> I've been, actually. So, yeah. Out of the 100% I've surveyed, um, we all go. Um, Jai, he went and made a uh, documentary about himself. It's always the best brand of documentaries. His, mercifully, is only a few minutes long, presumably because his life is an unfinished symphony. <laughs> I love, I love, I do love an early autobiography. That's great. <laughs> you want to nail that? that like <laughs> a few weeks before you're dead, just get it all in. Go, this here's my autobiography. See ya. <laughs> Not. Not then, but no. uh, Jaws. Did you get Jaws? I most Davis certainly Swiss? did. Here's a little snippet. I've definitely pushed myself on this project, um, having so much on my plate. But my girlfriend always says my eyes are a bit too big for my belly anyway, for me, which is good. <laughs> um, yeah. It's always good to press yourself, I think. Um, it's how you learn. <laughs> it's how you learn. Like most of it. Is just Jai stretching and setting up instruments and sharpening a bespoke knife set to that music. And um, he, he stayed true to his word, though. It's always good to put pressure on yourself. By that, I mean get on a plane maggot and then tell a cop, go fuck yourself, so I'm going to fight these cunts. That is, man, <laughs> that's pressure. Yeah. That's not making oh, a blade. You know. And it's, I don't know, don't know that he consciously did it. I think he's more talking about growth and, and uh, you know, suffer and recover. And uh, be the best you, and the only way you can grow is outside your comfort zone. That sort of shit. <laughs> that's on his walls at the Gold Coast. Um, With your, way, though, the favourite thing you've told me about the Gold Coast, and now I've spotted in a few houses up there, is the the lounge room with uh, three walls of couch. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> saves on painting. <laughs> Don't have to paint the walls. Just just put three walls. Yeah. You know. They don't paint from about a metre down because there's a U-shaped couch going in there. Sick. <laughs> oh, um, fuck. Documentaries about yourself, though. I mean, I'm looking forward to yours, but like they, that's probably my favourite thing, someone Man, making a doco about themselves. My best mate, Conor McGregor, he's got two of them. And there's the third one coming out on it's Netflix. Fucking so good. Netflix are putting out a yeah. self-made... I don't know, I don't know if him. this one's self-made. It's probably a big production company. The first one he made, Notorious or whatever, this six-parter yeah. from him going before he got signed with the UFC to a few fights in it was good. Well, you know, he's my mate, so I'd say that. Um, then he had the film, Notorious, that followed him sort of from that starting point to um, <laughs> right up to the very end. He, he's got two championship belts, first uh Double weight champ, and then yeah. just in a little the bit journey. of journey, just in a little bit of text on the screen. Fort Floyd Mayweather lost. Don't worry about it. Made heaps of coin credits. None of those. Oh, that likes. was that was when it went to black. Fade to black. Yeah, yeah he went on to lose. Uh, don't read this. Most people yeah. watching this film can't read. Don't worry about it. 
Most people watching this are blind by the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not the best ever. I want to see uh, a bit of artwork. No, I don't. I'm all right. I just saw the back of that, and that's got those little things you can flip up and hurt your fingernails on. Oh, you yeah. Put something it's not, else it's in not there, a real you know? frame. No, but that's a Kmart frame. You just put something else in there. No, I will. I'll send that's you something. On the ground. Give me the Give me the dimensions. I'll send you something. <laughs> um, you know what the best self-made doco ever is? I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, it's, I certainly uh, do. Well, I sent you a little bit, but now, it's a six, six-parter. Everyone, it's fucking everyone watching us right now, you know my favourite thing is short, sharp snippets. That's, that's what I want. I want little snippets of video, little snippets of audio. Radio's fucking drilled it into me, but you're getting the you're getting a minute here. You are getting the opening minute of the best self-made doco, and I've only seen half of this first episode, and I'm fucking blown away. This is awesome. Yeah. Here it is. Don't say here it is, Heggy. It's coming up now. John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Martial arts <laughs> legend. Nice kid, yeah. Action hero. Yeah. His movies have grossed over seven hundred million dollars in a career spanning over 25 years but now it's time to discover the real man behind the macho image i've got nothing to hide anymore as he allows cameras total access into his extraordinary <laughs> world <laughs> oh, walk into the door look this out is an intimate Dogs portrait of an international movie star as you have never seen him before I don't see Sly or Steven Seagal doing that. <laughs> We're up close and personal <laughs> as he bears his soul. The world is going bad, you know. Let's face it, everything is dying around us. Oh, wow. I believe the end soon. And gives us an unprecedented look into the mind of a movie legend. I pray to save the world. Starts. See? God love you. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Fuck yeah. Man. Very tenuous grip on reality, JCVD. <laughs> Available on YouTube. Couldn't recommend it more. It's fucking lunatic. It's so good. Man, I do. It's called I do love closed this doors. Fun doco about a mate that just does roundhouse kick shirtless in action films where no one's fighting him. He just says this and a little bit of Nostradamus here. The world is going bad, you know. Let's face it. Everything is dying around us. I believe the end soon. Yeah, oh, no. John Claude. That's, that's the thing with. Like martial artists are philosophers now. Everyone's a philosopher. It's pretty good. Um, it is. I think it was made for TV because a lot of the, like it just does, it's him doing a roundhouse into an ad break. Well, I never saw yeah. the ad breaks because it was on YouTube. I don't know if it got to TV or they just were presumptuous, but it's him holding a chihuahua and doing a kick to camera yeah. sort of thing. It's fucking sick. I love it. Really good. Watch it. <laughs> It was really good. He does um, this other clip a few minutes in. I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's a lot more to Jean-Claude <laughs> than the action movie hero. Now he's opening the doors to his most intimate moments. Yeah. A lot of it is him and his dickhead son in like a Ukrainian nightclub dancing, and they're the only two there. It's amazing. He's got some mate, some Eastern European mate, who puts him in like behind velvet rope in exclusive areas and they're like, whoa, we're having fun. And it's just them there. You go, this is, doesn't look fun to me. Wow. Bulgarian. So, anyway, get in. Don't want to bang on. <laughs> also, you did have this to say. I love this as well. 
with a message for the world. Maybe through the show we'll find a solution to maybe save the world. <laughs> for anyone not watching and listening, those sounds were his fists coming dangerously close to the camera at the end. Oh. Maybe that's a solution. I love that. I love anyway. that somebody's had to match that up, like in fucking Premiere Pro. They've got the mm. <laughs> fists don't work like that, so they've got the footage of him, and then they've had to go through a library of, you know, fast punch oh, sound effects and match them yeah. up. Hey, JCVD, what do you think of this? <laughs> no, no, all the same. No, don't like that. All right. Need a good uppercut sound. Or hook. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, man. Man, we're going to wind up, but uh, because this is a live stream, we're doing. We're about to get abused for a bit, actually. If you're a patron or, or happen to be on this, uh, we're about to kick off a Q and A. But um, for the audio episode out in a couple of weeks, we're going to sign off. Thanks very much for listening. Get on Patreon if you feel like it. Um, I'm out. <laughs> Turning off. Turn it off, Rad. <laughs> the scummies can go now. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.